Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back, guys. Before we kick this one off, I just want to point out, I went into this podcast with the intention of talking about some unsung heroes. And to be perfectly honest with you, I ended up going through each of the 34 players that played last night. Just gave my opinion on their game and how I see them moving forward through this series. Let's kick it off. I just want to go through last night's game and have a chat about some of the unsung heroes. Now, the first one I want to talk about is AJ Brimson. Now, I wouldn't say unsung. Scored a good try, but he just looked electrifying. I love what he did last night. Uh, 20 runs, 160 metres, 63 post contact. I just, he just looked electrifying. There was a big tackle that he made in the first few minutes. I'm going to say in the second or third minute where he came along and he, he made a try-saving tackle. He really looked like he fit in the Origin Arena, AJ Brimson. He looked hungry, and he just looked ready to go. He fit in straight away. Really, really exciting for the Maroons, but fuck me. If you're a Titans fan, that would have been thrilling last night to see what he was doing. He just looked sensational, and... I've spoken before about guys and, you know, Munster's one of them, Freddie was one of them, Joey was one of them, and I'm not putting them in his category. Sorry, I'm not putting him in them in their category, but saw on that play where Cape will kick the ball and, you know, that ball could have gone to anyone and it just sat up for Brimson. He's got that little bit of X factor with him. Ball just sits up for him and it's one of those things you can't explain, but... The ball just tends to bounce to certain guys. And I think AJ Brimson, we've seen it so far. And as his career unfolds, I think you're going to see him in more and more of these moments because the ball, it just seems to find him. The bounce of the ball finds him. I was really impressed by AJ Brimson. Xavier Coates, I thought he was sensational. Kurt Capewell. Now, this is a guy that when I named my Maroons team a few weeks ago, I had Branko Lee as one center and I had Kurt Capewell as the other. And I had Gago on the wing. Um... Kate Will is a guy that I would have had at centre from the very start. You will remember a few weeks ago, I think it was the South game, Viliami Kikau was suspended the semi-final, and they brought Kate Will in, and I said, I love Kate Will. He's a safe player. He's reliable. He will never let you down, and fuck me. I jinxed the living hell out of him because he had an absolute shocker for Penrith that weekend, and then Kikau came back into the grand final and had a shocker too, unfortunately. But 
I really like what Kurt Capewell did the other night. He was sensational. A couple of really big plays. He 18 hit-ups, 153 metres, 70-odd post-contact, a line break, line break assist. assist. He was just everywhere. Kurt Capewell, I was so impressed with him. You know, 20 tackles on top of that. And, you know, like he was marking up against Clint Gutherson, you know, one of the most dangerous players in the comp. Granted, he was playing out of position, but... I just sort of did a sensational job, Kurt Cable. He had an injury cloud around him all week, came in and did a job. He was absolutely cooked at the end of that game. He couldn't move his fucking groin. He still managed to catch that ball and save the the, the Maroons' ass there. So, well done to Kurt Cable. Sensational. Uh, I said I was going to talk about underrated guys, so I won't mention Gagai. He's slowly becoming one of the best Origin players we've seen. Call me crazy for saying that, but fuck, show me a bad Orange game he's played in the last seven. He's been incredible. Philip Sammy, I was impressed with. A strong ball runner. Wasn't really the sort of game for Sammy to get into last night, but he did well. Uh, Munster scored that try. Was sensational, as always, Munster. Now, Cherry Evans, I can't say he was an unsung hero because he got man of the match, but there's been a lot of question marks around Cherry Evans getting man of the match. And I'll just point out some stats for you from Cherry Evans' game. Now, remember, he's a halfback, yeah? He had 18 hit-ups for 163 metres. 18 hit-ups for 163 metres. Keep in mind, Josh Papali, the best front rower in the game, he went for 14 hit-ups and 109 metres. Now, the Blues' defence sort of forced Cherry Evans into running, so he had to have 18 runs. He went for 163 metres. You'd think he'd be gassed off the back of that. He made 35 tackles. 35 tackles for a halfback in an origin match. And just think about, I mean, if I had to pick anyone to run at me in this game, it'd probably be AJ Brimson. He's probably the smallest one. Granted, he'd still run over me. I can't tackle for shit. But I'd choose AJ Brimson over any of the New South Wales Blues players. And you can bet your money, if you go back and watch that game and you watch the guy that Cherry Evans is tackling, they're the big boys around the middle. They're the big guys on the edges. 35 tackles in an origin is unbelievable. To still then have 18 hit-ups, Cherry Evans was sensational. I mean, a lot of eyebrows were raised when he got man of the match. And to, to be honest with you, I would have given Gagai man of the match. But Cherry Evans, it's not like he didn't have a game that wasn't worthy of it. I've seen a heap more worse man of the match decisions in my origin history that I've been watching. I think Cherry Evans was really good. Chris, oh sorry, Christian Welsh, he didn't see much footy. Um, Jake Friend, this is a guy I want to talk about. First origin, he's 32, 33, he's first origin. He's the 11th oldest player to ever play origin, and it's his first one. Thanks to the Roasty for that, uh, for that little stat there. Cheers, Dean. And for him to come out in that game, he made 54 tackles. 54 tackles on Origin debut. Sensational for Jake Friend. Had a really strong game. I was really impressed. Josh Papali went about his normal work. Felice Gafusi was sensational. Cohen Hess played 33 minutes. I mean, I wouldn't have had him in the team in the first place. I think he held his own, though. There was never a moment where I thought, geez, Cohen Hess has blown this. I didn't overly notice him, to be honest with you. Pretty quiet, but he did a job for Wayne Bennett. Uh, Big Tino. I was really impressed with Tino. Uh, 17 hit-ups, 128 metres, 60 post contact. Uh, went for 26 tackles. I mean, I, I wasn't expecting the world out of Tino, but to play 50 minutes in an origin, that's a really good knock coming off the grand final the other day. Another one that watching him, Titans fans, watching Tino and AJ Brimson in origin handle themselves, you must have been really impressed. It's really exciting for the Gold Coast Titans. Benny Hunt came in for his 40-minute stint, looked good. Um, they sort of used him as a roaming lock, and then he sort of moved to hooker a little bit from memory. I, I was a bit confused what they were doing with Benny Hunt, but uh, he wasn't as electrifying in previous games. But I did like the look of Benny Hunt. Lindsay Collins came on, did his job, played his 30 minutes. Jai Arrow played a big 50 minutes. I mean, I thought he was pretty quiet, but looking at his stats, looks like he had a pretty 
uh, decent knock there. I didn't really notice Dreyer all that much. And Jaden Sewer played 47 minutes. I really think Jaden Sewer has to play 80 minutes on an edge in game two. And I, I think he will, to be honest with you. I don't understand using Hess for the first 33 and then Sewer for the last 47. I just I think you just leave Sewer out there. You get yourself another middle forward on that bench, just in my opinion. But yeah, the unsung heroes for me, Cherry got man in the match, but I thought he was sensational. AJ was great. Kurt Capewell was sensational. And Jake Friend, what a debut. Sensational stuff. A win, 56 tackles. Really, really impressive. For the Blues... I mean, James Tedesco, he sort of flies under the radar. These games, they're just becoming normal for him. He had 32 hit-ups for 300 metres, six tackle breaks and offload. To have 32 hit-ups in a game, that is astronomical. And he just seems to do it day in, day out. It's unbelievable. Daniel Tupu, it's been a while since you've been in the Origin Arena. 28 hit-ups for 230 metres. Uh, Josh Adokar probably had the highlights that stole it off him, but Daniel Tupu was really good in that game. He was sensational. He will not be losing his spot. Clint Gutherson, bit of a bit mixed bag for, Gutho, for Gutho, I mean. You look at the stat sheet, two tries. Yes, he had a hand in both those tries, but defensively, bit of a worry for me. I'm not sure if he'll hold his spot there. In saying that, I mean, he did make 32 tackles. They made him work. Queensland obviously went into it trying to make Gutho work. They did get the better of him here and there. And he had a couple of errors in him through the intercept at one point. A few big errors from Gutho. But, I mean, he was playing out of position. I'll be interested to see how Freddie handles it. He obviously likes him. He's a leader at his club. He's a young fellow. He's playing out of position. It'll be interesting to see whether Freddie keeps him or goes for a Zach Lomax or a Stephen Crichton. Obviously, he's a fullback playing right center. Stephen Crichton would be a left center playing right center. Zach Lomax, he is a right center. He's a he's a genuine right center. So interesting to see what Freddie does there. Uh, Jack White, not his best night out. Um, I I'm expecting to see a better game from J- J- Jack White next week. Josh Adokar, this was a big unsung hero for me. I thought the Fox was sensational. Uh, scored two tries, obviously, which was great, but it was his defensive reads coming in off the right wing. I spoke about this this morning. I was really impressed with him. Uh, Kiri and Cleary, far from their best games. I think you'll see big improvers next week. Interesting to see if a Jerome Luai or a Cody Walker can break their way in. But I personally don't see Freddie changing either of these two. But we'll see what happens. I mean, Kiri was far from his best tonight. Same as Cody Walker last year, and he dropped Walker. So interesting to see what happens there. Daniel Saifidi, this is another bloke that everyone bagged last year, and I said, just let Freddie Freddie pick his team. Just let them play. He won the next two games. Daniel Saifidi is one of the premier front rowers in the game now, and he sort of he kind of goes unnoticed to some extent because he's not in this explosive front rower category, but, God, he gets through some work. 56 minutes, 18 hit-ups, 88 post-contact metres, and 34 tackles three offloads. Really good game by Daniel Saifedi. Really solid. Brad Fittler will be really happy with what he put out. Um, Damian Cook. Now, you look at the stat sheet. One try, 10 runs, 52 tackles. Defensively, he was fantastic. I really thought Damian Cook, he kind of cost them in the start of the game, to be honest with you. And um, that'll be an unpopular opinion, I know. But, I mean, he dropped the kickoff. He then, and I mean, I know it was a difficult kick, but it's origin and the ball hit him in the chest. You have to take them. You have to take those balls. It's state of origin. This is the peak of football. It literally hit him in the chest. He had a look at it. It came down. I know it wasn't an easy take. I know I would have tripped over it, dribbled all over the place, but this is the highest level of football you can be. He then had another play uh, in about the eighth minute, I want to say, when he got the ball from dummy half and he hesitated for a second and it gave the markers a chance to shoot up on Luke Keary. He got the ball to him late and Luke Keary was forced to take a pressured kick. He kicked it straight into the markers that were charging him down. 
Cookie has to be switched on earlier. He scored the first try, which everyone will talk about, but at the end of the day, he he scooted from dummy half. He went on his own down the short side, and he kicked it into legs. He got pretty lucky there. It took, it took Cookie 15 minutes to get off the bus. He won't be happy with his performance, and I think Freddie will be having a word to him and sitting down with him and watching that first 15 minutes of footy. They need to get that sorted. I'm expecting Cookie to bounce back well. His last 65 minutes, he was great, but that first 15, it was a bit of a worry for me. Uh, Junior Paulo went about his work. Probably didn't have as much impact as I was hoping for. I mean, six hit-ups, 25 tackles, did well. Nothing special, though. Boyd Cordner, you know, had the injury. I, I, I personally thought he wouldn't come back. He did come back on after his HIA. Uh, you know, a, a good little captain's not Nothing special from Cordner. I mean, it's just starting to slow down a little bit for Boyd. I love him. I'm his biggest fan in the world, but... You know, I'm starting to wonder if this could be his last series, to be honest with you. I would be stoked to be proven wrong, but I just think he either needs to have a big break or maybe take a year off rep footy because his body, it just doesn't seem to be coping. And that's no insult to Boyd Corner. He plays the toughest footy I've ever fucking seen from anyone. His body shouldn't be coping with what he puts it through. Sensational footballer. Tyson Brazell, another one, sort of flew under the radar. Solid night from him. 44 tackles, no missed tackles. Can't complain there. Jake Trevojevic, I thought he was sensational again. 74 minutes, 10 hit-ups, 52 tackles. I thought he was really good, Jake Trevojevic. Uh, his subtle ball playing in the middle was really starting to trouble the Maroons. I think you'll see that come more into place once we get back to Sydney and then up to a quick track in Brisbane. I think Jake Trevojevic is going to have a really good series, to, a really good two games to finish off. Cody Walker, an unsung hero. I thought Walker was really good when he got on the field. He created opportunities. The 14 jersey, it's a bit of a weird, weird jersey for Cody Walker. He doesn't really fit the 14 mold, but he just made it work. I really like the look of him, and I mean, I think he's given Brad Fittler some food for thought as to how he lines up in Game 2, to be honest with you. I'll be interested to see how it plays out. Payne Haas played 25 minutes. To be honest with you, I was expecting more out of Payne Haas. 13 tackles, 7 hit-ups. If he's on for 25 minutes and that's it, I probably wanted 12 hit-ups for him. Now, I understand. Now, look, I, I didn't watch him overly closely in the context, the context of the minutes that he was on for, but I really wanted more impact out of Payne Haas. I really wanted him to take the game to a new level, especially when the next man, Cam Murray, was out injured. He played five minutes. I think he had one hit-up, and he was Gornski. So I thought it was a real opportunity for Payne Haas to step up. There was minutes available for him to say, you know, radio up to Freddie and say, fuck, put me on. I want to get out there and make an impact. I'll be expecting a lot more out of Payne Haas in Game 2. I mean, he was dropped after Game 1 last year. He's had a really tough season up at Brisbane, but he's better than what he showed last night. Angus Crichton's the last man. I thought Angus was really good. I think the way that he's developed this year has been sensational. He played 44 minutes last night, 11 hit-ups, 33 post-contact, one tackle break, and he made 31 tackles. Angus was really good. I think he's definitely going to hold his spot in this side. Interesting to see the changes here, but... For me, the unsung heroes, without a doubt, Teddy. No one really spoke about him because these sort of games are just becoming consistent. But I'll tell you, if AJ Brimson had 32 runs and 300 tackles, we'd be talking about it for a week. Daniel Tupu was sensational, as was Josh Adokar playing on the opposite wing. I thought both wingers were just out of this world. They had a really good game, and I thought Daniel Saifidi was really solid. Damien Cook finished the game really strong. Last 65 minutes, he was really good. Cody Walker and Angus Crichton, they were the two other unsung heroes off the bench that really impressed me, and I think they're going to play a big role in the next two games. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 